When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am Ryan from the It Just Works podcast, and we are doing something a little bit different today. Uh, it's just me here today, so uh, you know, get those candles out. It's going to be a nice review. But we are going to be going over the Isle of Armor DLC for Pokemon Sword and Shield. I played it on the Sword games, and I just kind of wanted to give my review. It's uh, you know, I've always wanted to do reviews, and you know, with the Pokemon franchise the way it is, I feel like. Uh, this would be a good place to start with the Isle of Armor DLC. So, yeah, Island Escapes, nothing but filler. But hey, at least we get to see Whale Lord at, in all his glory. Uh, it's definitely one of my favorite parts. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and start with the narrative of the game. You know, to start the DLC, you must travel to the Isle of Armor through the uh, the first train station at the beginning of the game. You will be greeted by a, a random trainer who says... Something along the lines of, I don't want to do this. Either way, he like drops his invitation. And uh, after you pick that up, you walk outside and you meet your uh, version's rival. So for sword, I have uh, Clara. So you meet her. You know, she goes on and on about, you know, you're not worthy, so to speak. And you guys battle. Uh, upon beating her, she runs away and says, you're not good enough or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. So you go to the dojo. And you meet the master of it. Uh, his name's Mustard. Perfect name, right? And, uh, you know, you guys have a sparring match. And then, you know, once you beat him, he allows you to join the dojo. Uh, you do these three trials um, that are kind of along the lines of, uh, you know, uh, the sun and moon trials, so to speak. So once you complete those, he gives you your new partner Pokemon uh, for the DLC. It is Kubfu, a fighting type bear. Uh, he's completely adorable. He's really cool. Um, def definitely one of the things I was really excited for when the, uh, when I saw the trailer for the DLC. So he gives you Kubfu, and the main idea of this you know main quest, so to speak, is to uh, once you obtain Kubfu, is to grow with the Pokemon. Um, you know, make them happy, become friends with them. And personally for me, and I highly recommend it to anybody listening who's a veteran or even a new player, uh, get rid of the rest of the Pokemon on your team, you know, put them in your box, and just play the DLC in terms of the story with Kubfu. I found it to be, you know, very gratifying to 
kind of start this island journey with one Pokemon, my new partner Pokemon, Kubfu. And I, I found it really just fulfilling at the when everything was said and done and I completed the main quest. Um, I really recommend it. It, it gives a uh, different perspective um, on the game, I feel. It kind of reminded me of the shows where like Ash would get like a new Pokemon in the new region. So all of his old Pokemon are not there, you know. It's kind of along those lines where I did that with myself. I just had Kubfu with me uh, until it became Urshifu. But the story, uh, the story wasn't bad. Um, it's very bland. It's it's a Pokemon story, so it's nothing like uh, you know in depth. You know, it's not like an Uncharted game or you know God of War, Skyrim. It's not like the Halo games. You know, it's definitely it's still a Pokemon game at the end of the day. So let's you know the story is nothing crazy, but it was still fun and definitely like you know mustard uh clara you know she's adorable she's cute uh, i definitely like the way they made that character def you know different animations just you know you don't hate looking at it it's not like your typical uh trainer uh you know you have mustard's wife honey who you know she says some funny stuff and then you know later in the game there's some you know older characters from the galar region that will meet you on the island uh so it's definitely cool uh I'd say as far as like the narrative goes, um, you know, part of the story, it, it's cool. Um, like I said, with Cub Fu and, you know, uh, his line, it's it's very fun. Um, so I'd say narrative is, is, is cool. It, it does its job. It's what it needs to be. So uh, once again, I recommend maybe just playing it with Cub Fu. Uh, like I said, it, it's, it's very gratifying. So moving on to gameplay. Uh, you know, it's your typical turn-based gameplay with, you know, the Pokemon mainline games. Uh, you know, the, the tried and true gameplay, right? It's what we've all come to know and love. Uh, but there is additional moves that the Pokemon, uh, that your Pokemon can learn from a, uh, a dojo trainer. Inside the main dojo, you, you um, give him Armorite ores, which you can obtain through raids and just on the map. And you can trade those in to learn these new moves that they've added with this expansion, uh, moves that didn't exist before. So definitely check those out. Uh, they are definitely you know worth your time. Uh, the the entire island is a wild area, so that means you with your right thumbstick you can move the camera around everywhere you want, unlike the traditional uh, camera. Uh, unless you're in an interior, then it's more of your traditional gameplay. Uh, a few things they added was uh, the Galarian starters. They get their own G-Max, uh, uh, Gigantamax forms. Also, Venusaur and Blastoise get their own. Uh, for me, that's really cool because, you know, I like seeing different forms of the Pokemon you already know and love. So to see Venusaur and Blastoise get their own forms. Um, if you watch the trailers, you've seen them, but it's really cool to see them fleshed out. You know, uh, I would say... Uh, one of the things that really blew me away was Venusaur's G-Max Lash. You'll hear me talking about it again on the audio uh, section of this review. But it, it, it was just so incredible to see. Um, so there's there's still raids. There's a lot of raids you can do. Um, they still brought those back. There's even more on the island, you know, more uh, little portals, I guess, where you can drop in your wishing stone and, uh, you know, make a raid pop up. But I would say, uh, as far as gameplay goes, it's it's more of the same. Uh, you know, I would say gameplay when it comes to Pokemon, that's fine. For, for me, that's honestly fine. I, I love the turn-based combat in these games. Um, 
besides new moves and maybe new types of battles, I'm really happy with the way that they run. So uh, gameplay is pretty much the same. Uh, nothing too crazy there. Uh, multiplayer is 100% more of the same. They basically just brought over the same YCOM system um, from Sword and Shield Vanilla. Um, you know, like I said, we're still playing on the same games. It's just an expansion, but there is no additions to the multiplayer. It's still the same. You know, I would say that the the max rate or the the raid matchmaking system still kind of sucks. Um, it's a little disappointing that they didn't try to implement uh, some sort of update to match with other players. You know, maybe if I choose a certain um, a certain uh, G Max well. Uh, you know, like the I've been farming the one for G Max Blastoise. It'd be cool if I can press on that and then maybe match make for that specific G Max spot. Um, you have to excuse me, I don't remember the official name for those uh, stones. But if you could match make for certain spots, that'd be really cool. You know, if I can go to certain raids and just do that raid spot over and over again, you know, through matchmaking, I think that'd be cool because obviously some spots have specific. Uh, G Max forms. So, unfortunately, multiplayer is still uh, the same. It's really nothing crazy. So we're gonna move on to video and audio. Uh, I think the island looks incredible. Uh, you know, for what it is, um, you know, when you walk out of the station and you battle your rival, the first thing you see in the background is Whale Lord. Like I said before, in all his glory, he looks, he looks incredible. What an amazing Pokemon to finally see. Uh, you know, for the most part, his entire size. So I recommend don't ca like don't catch him because, as far as I know, I'm seven hours in, seven to eight hours in, and he hasn't respawned. So I don't know if he does, but I would just leave him there in the ocean because it is a beautiful set piece. It is really cool to be able to literally swim right next to a whale ward like that. Uh, as far as the video goes, too, one of the funny things about this new DLC is when you're in the water, Sharpedo chases you. <laughs> And it's it's terrifying at first, but it's kind of funny because if you do like a nice sharp turn, you completely evade him. But I would say, if, if, in terms of video, uh, one of the biggest setbacks for these new games, and it, it really bothers me that they haven't fixed it, is when you're in the wild area in Sword and Shield, the frames drop, and unfortunately, that happens, uh, you know, on a pretty frequent basis on Isle of Armor. So I was a little. I was a little disappointed with that. I'm still hoping that maybe we get like a title update where they do address the issue. Because uh, it's, it's just, you know, it's 2020. I really don't think we should be getting frame drops on such a small space like that. I'm hoping that they fix it. But unfortunately, with the launch of the expansion, they did not. Uh, the audio, the audio is really well done. You know, I brought up a little bit ago uh, Venusaur's G-Max Vine Whip. Or vine lash it's his special move that's like charizard's where after you hit the pokemon the team will be hit every turn by a you know fire spin for charizard but this one's like a vine they get hit by leaves like a leaf storm but the the sound of venusaur's g max move is absolutely phenomenal they did a really good job with it you really feel like there's a weight to the attack and when you have the Pokemon Dynamaxing or G-Maxing like this, you really would hope that they have that kind of weight to it. And they did in the base game, but there's something about Venusaur's G-Max move. It really just, it takes the cake. They did a phenomenal job with it. So I'd say the audio, 
uh, it's still good. You know, the, the music sounds great. The sound effects sound great when you're when you're rolling through the hills on your bike. You know, you hear the Pokemon when they spawn, just like Sword and Shield, the base game. Um, audio, I would say for I would say for Pokemon's never really been an issue. They've always really handled that very well. Uh, like, and then the video, just to finish it up, it does look good. I do love the map. I'm more of a volcanic area kind of guy, but I would say for this island, honestly, it looks like an island getaway. Um, anybody who's a fan of the beaches or just islands in general are, are really going to be happy with this area because it just looks beautiful. So I'd say in terms of video, when you're going through the water, it, it just looks great. So really got to hand it off to them for that. Um, so one of the things I really wanted to touch on is the replayability with the expansion and the Pokedex. So I'd say for replayability, I'm at, yeah, so I'd say for replayability and, you know, the Pokedex, it's it's great. And it took me about five hours to complete the main quest. It's, it's not bad. I, I definitely took my time with it. I wasn't in a hurry. I, uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, as far as replayability, there, it, it is there. There's 151 Diglets you have to find on the map. Uh, technically, if you like to collect them all, you have to complete the Pokedex. And it is worth going out of your way to get the G-Max forms for the starters for Venusaur and Blastoise. They give you one partner Pokemon, uh, you know, Bulbasaur or Squirtle. And then, uh, obviously, the Galarian starters, you want to get their G-Max forms. They are worth getting. And the Pokedex... Obviously gives you that replayability if you're looking for shiny forms. They brought back, besides Urshifu and Cubfu, the two new Pokemon, they brought back over 100 Pokemon. So if you like collecting, they are definitely there for you. Um, obviously for veterans you know, like myself, you have the Pokemon Home, so you can technically just transfer your Pokemon over and complete the Pokedex. One of the things I noticed is that when you do that, it actually doesn't complete it for you, but I did find out today while I was writing the review that there is a way to include them into your Pokedex. It's actually uh, dropping the Pokemon off in a daycare and then taking them back out and you will see that they add it immediately to your Pokedex. So it, it's kind of a glitch, but you know, I already have the Pokemon. I, I just want to be able to transfer them. So, excuse me. So that's definitely one of the things you can do. Um, if you complete the Pokedex, you get a new cosmetic item and a new charm. It's called the Mark Charm. Uh, you know, I don't want to get... its I don't think it's too spoilerific, but I don't want to, you know, ruin it so much. But it does add a new level of rarity to wild Pokemon. I don't know if it's going to be on the level of shiny Pokemon yet, but there is something that will be noticeably different about some wild Pokemon you encounter uh, with this new charm. So... I would say completing the Pokedex is still 100% worth it. It's something that you should want to do because it, it, it's very satisfying to complete it. Uh, there's also G-Max forms in the past. So if you bring over a shiny Machamp like I did, uh, but you want him to have his G-Max form, you can also do that. So the, there is a level of replayability to it. It's just a matter of how much, I guess, you want to do it. It's It's different for everyone. You know, technically, I could have just complete the main quest, uh, got my G-Max or Shifu and go, okay, you know, we're good to go. That's it. That's all I needed to do. But there is there is things around the map. Uh, I don't know if there's any hidden secrets yet. I didn't encounter anything. Um, the Diglets are fun to locate because it's just their little head sticking out because it's the Alolan Diglet. 
Uh, it's just a little hairpiece. Um, so it is kind of funny to like randomly encounter those. There is a lot of evolved Pokemon forms that were uh, originally not, you were never able to catch them until now. Uh, like Scizor, Magnezone, Zoroark, Alakazam. It's just a lot of Pokemon that you would normally have to trade to evolve. And you are able to see them on the map. Um, they're just wandering around doing their thing. You know, depending on the weather conditions, you can catch them, which is really cool because, like I said, you've never really been able to do that. So I would definitely say there's some replayability to it. Uh, the expansion costs 15 bucks, uh, 15 US dollars. Um, you know, not everyone feels this way, but when I buy a game or any form of medium, to be honest with you, I believe every hour I get with it is a dollar of mine back. Like it's a, it was worth my time. So I'm about $8 in if we're basing that off of the hours I've played and how I feel about your monetary value towards your purchase. Um, I would I would say that Isle of Armor could have been a ten dollar DLC. I don't know if it should have been fifteen bucks, but it is a thirty dollar expansion with the Crown Tundra, which will be coming out later in the year. And if data mines and leaks from this new update with the Isle of Armor coming out have anything to say, is that Crown Tundra will be so much bigger than Isle of Armor. There's definitely going to be a lot more content with it, and that I, I'm with the Pokemon that have been data mined for what it's going to have in its Pokedex. I already know it's going to be worth my money. But I would say that Isle of Armor is still a good DLC. It's not bad. It has replayability. It, you know, it does have a lot of fun things to do. Um, you know, there's new TMs that they released that you can find on the map, new items, just new places to go that you can camp with your Pokemon, you know, just kind of hang out with them. Uh, they do allow you to have your, your first... Yeah, so like Charizard and Dragapult, they... Uh, you know, you can have them follow you, but they, they're kind of slow, but they're fast Pokemon. So it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, at the end of the day, though, I'm still pretty happy about it. I'm still happy to see my favorite Pokemon, you know, that I have in the game uh, follow me. Um, I still wish they would expand on that feature just a little bit more, make it more personable. Uh, there's new customization options for your trainer. You just got to go find them at the boutiques around the Galar region. Um, you can change your customize your bike uh, a little bit definitely makes it more interesting to look at I can tell you that much and um, ultimately it's a really cool DLC I, I, I full a wholeheartedly believe it's worth your money um, yeah I would say that the DLC is a 7 out of 10 it is a hundred percent worth your money definitely check it out if you if you like sword and shield you have to get it it, it just adds that much more content it definitely made me happy to play it there's a lot of new meta now with all 100 Pokemon that they brought back. Excuse me. It gives you more options to battle. Uh, just just a lot that you get to do with the game and allow yourself to have some fun battles in there. Um, you know, besides the frame drops and, um, you know, the online system that they have which I don't understand because the one they had in 6th gen worked so much better. Like you saw your friend's icons on the touch screen and you're able to differentiate between battle, trade, uh, GTS. It was all like right there um, at the bottom of your screen. So I don't know why they didn't find a better way to implement the multiplayer. But that is my review for the Isle of Armor, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It is a 7 out of 10. I'd say definitely buy it, especially if you love Pokemon. 
Um, you know, for veterans, we might go through it a little bit faster because we have played the previous games and, and have almost all the Pokemon. Um, I'm sure most of you do. Uh, I just would recommend once again, you know, have Kubfu as the only one in your party when you're complete, when you're going through the main quest. Um, there's still a lot to do out there. So maybe I'll find it and update you guys on the podcast. But I hope you really enjoyed this review and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you.